1: you talk first i talk first our christmas horror series continues and this time we're gonna do krampus or or how do you pronounce it i don't know but hey today found out here on two geeks and a microphone First, first. First. Good morning, everybody. Welcome to the Two Geeks and a Microphone Show. I am your co host, Mr. Stephen Boster, along with the one, the only, the most illustrious, the most Christmasiest dude that I know, Mr. Michael Shanks. Mike, say hey to everybody.
0: Good morning to all you geeks out there in Geekdom Land.
1: I tell you what, today oh, is going to a- be interesting because Mike and I. Definitely saved it for the podcast. <laughs> <laughs>
0: Very true. Of course, he know, he can't talk.
1: <laughs> right,
0: I right. Even and it's like, okay, I might hear from him by the time we start the show, and maybe not. <laughs> and that's on Monday.
1: <laughs>
0: <laughs> always Danny. somewhere, always
1: doing something. Yeah, that's true. Right. So. Oh my goodness! So yeah, so hey everybody, we are doing a really fun series, um, on Christmas horror movies. And if you didn't catch our last week's show, which was uh, kind of the first one that we did, and was pleasantly surprised, um, I can't. We I think we moved into the realm of Christmas horror comedy or comedy horror. Sure. Uh, you know which which is it more? Is it just you know, I mean, Nightmare on Elm Street, I put in the realm of horror with comedy. You know, he'd make some, you know, Freddie would make, you know, those one liners and jokes and stuff like yeah, that. Yeah, but
0: I would still put I, that would still get category categorized as horror because it's not overly comedic, you know, what right I'm where Jack right. Frost was there was a lot more comedic element. Yes. And,
1: and that's where I was pleasantly surprised. Yes.
0: <laughs> I would, I would actually put it dark humor is what I would. Okay. okay. I would actually categorize that more. I mean, it, it still falls into our little subgenre of Christmas, horror, <laughs> you know, but, but it's more right. dark comedy. Yeah. Yeah. Well, um, Everybody,
1: you're going to find out if we continue that trend today when we talk about uh, Krampus. And um, is, is that how you say it? What did we say at the beginning uh, uh, of the show?
0: Hey, Megan, Megan no. uh, Mike up, Mike up, Alexa, no. and ask Alexa. What... <laughs> <laughs> We're arguing over what, how to pronounce the name of the character. I say Krampus. She says Krumpus. Um, I, I still think it's. Krampus or a Krampus or I don't know who knows who knows Um, but Alexa is so funny because you ask Alexa hey Alexa how do you say Krampus you pronounce Krampus Krampus (laughs) (laughs) well thank you (laughs) all right well we'll get more we'll deep dive more
1: into that everybody here in just a few minutes but we're going to go ahead and get into our uh, geeky news for the day
0: okay first up on the geeky news uh geeky news is all star wars today um so sweet first up uh it has been reported that pedro pascal may not return for season four of the mandalorian um I saw the, I saw a thumbnail of Star Wars
1: Theory. I didn't click on it because I just didn't have time, but I, I had wondered about this, so I'm excited. I, I got some thoughts just on the thumbnail. So tell me, well what's happening here?
0: I, I watched it. It it almost sounds like he he may not return to uh be in the costume, but he could possibly still voice the character. Possibly. I don't know. It sounds like there's scheduling conflicts between that and uh I guess the, what is the other series he's in on based on that video game? Uh, I, Oh, um, uh, the last of us. Yeah. The last of it. I, I, I oh. think, I don't know. I don't know. Anyway, I think it's the last of us. Anyway, I, I got, I got things to say about, uh, Pedro not returning, uh, being in the costume. Mm-hmm. And, and here's what I have to say, Meh. <laughs> <laughs> um, I got news what's, for everyone.
1: Was he really ever in the costume anyway?
0: Exactly. <laughs> exactly. Oh, I'm <laughs> sorry. <laughs> so, here, here's the thing. Um, friend of the show, Dominic Pace, who played... Yeah. He played... Uh, uh, what, what was the... What's the Mandalorian? Or not, the the uh, Bounty Hunter. I can't think of the name of the, his Bounty Hunter. But he played one of the Bounty Hunters in Mandalorian. Oh, yeah. I bought one of his signed comic yeah. books. Yeah, I did, too. I did, too. And yes. I, also, is- I also got a... Uh, uh, somewhere over by megan i've got a uh challenge coin from him like really cool uh really nice um if megan find it i'll show it to you but anyway so when when i i met him twice i got to meet him twice because he he came out to belleville twice to i had it uh i had that toys t- toy store uh-huh. on the show and um the first time he came out he and i were talking for a moment and I go, so wait a minute. So you spent like a week on the set filming your scene. And he's like, yeah. And I said, so did you get to meet Pedro? You know what he tells me? He laughs. He goes, that guy don't show up unless he's got to take the helmet off. <laughs> there we go. There we go. This is a challenge coin that I got from. from very him. cool. That's yeah, very nice. It's really cool. That is.
1: Um, what was but he, Yeah. He, it's going to drive me crazy now.
0: What's that? He plays oh, okay, the name of the character. Gecko.
1: Gecko. That's right.
0: Yeah, yeah. It's on the coin. There we go. Gecko. Right. Um. So yeah, I asked him. Ah, I was like, "Thank so you. you." Get to meet Pedro, and he's he laughed. He goes, "That guy don't show up unless he has to be. Unless they have to take the ma- mask off. That's the only time he's there." So, you know, it's like, who cares if he's not in the costume? They can put mm-hmm. anybody freaking costume and, and they quite, have <laughs> well actually they haven't put just anybody they put the grandson of uh clint eastwood in the costume and that's where the walk comes from you know so r- really who cares about pedro as long as we, got i him. had no idea about yeah. that yeah yeah so he he kind of mimics uh clint eastwood's walk and and that's that's what you're seeing you know that's the iconic walk right there pedro's not doing that so who cares yeah. I'm, I'm sorry i don't care and to be honest i don't need him without his helmet <laughs> to me it's more it was more mysterious when we didn't know what his face looked like you know mm. So that was, that was the original idea of Boba Fett that we didn't know who he was. That that's what made him intriguing to all of us fans is we didn't mm-hmm. know who this mysterious bounty hunter was. He's supposed mm-hmm. to be such a badass and you know, so on and so forth. And then Mando is basically the Boba Fett that we wanted. And then they take his helmet off, you know, and then there was all this supposed controversy of Pedro wanting more time without the helmet and, and, You know, Mm -hmm. refusing to be there. Well, refusing to be there. He wasn't there to begin with. So I I say to that news, I say, (laughs) meh, who right, right, right along,
1: (laughs) moving right along, moving right along. We should do that as an audio clip from the Muppet movie.
0: Uh, Yeah, we might get copyrighted for that. But anyway. Okay. So the next, next one I wanted to bring up is also Star Wars news. Uh, Taika Watiti, um, who was IG 11 in The Mandalorian, by the way. He also, I think, directed one episode of Mandalorian. He has directed the two last two Thor movies, whether you like them or not. I actually I hate them.
1: Agree. You I hate them. both of them? I, no, excuse me. I hated the last one. See, the I.
0: I liked Love and Thunder. I thought it was. I hated I
1: it was fun. Love and Thunder.
0: I, hated I know it's, it. it's got a lot of people that hate it, but I, I don't know. I thought it was fun. I, I liked it. Now I hated I, it. I,
1: you're kidding, <laughs> <right>? Jeez! Wow.
0: <laughs> anyway, anyway. So Sorry. Go ahead. I'm. He was I apologize. Supposed to get one of the new upcoming Star Wars movies, and he quote unquote jokingly said, uh, "Star Wars fans, I'm going to piss off Star Wars fans." why do we keep doing this? I, I, mm-hmm. I don't understand this. What, why do you purposely look for directors who, who want to antagonize the fans? I, I don't understand it. Mm-hmm. Uh, you know, we had, we had Rowan Johnson who did the last Jedi and, and he even stated, I, I like my movies to piss off the audience where half the audience hates the movie and half the audience. I don't understand how you still are making movies. That to me makes no sense. The, the idea of making a movie is selling tickets, so you know you make mm-hmm. money. And I I don't understand this. And why do we put these people in charge of Star Wars movies? I don't get it. What what in the world are they doing over there? Do they just want to wreck the franchise? Is that the, is that the point? You know, I mean, they're doing a damn good job of that already. Uh, they don't need much help there, but when you purposely put in directors who, who make statements like that, and maybe he's joking, maybe he's joking and maybe it's going to be a fabulous movie. I don't know, but it makes me sit here and go, well, why do I want to go see your movie then?
1: Mm-hmm. If, if, mm-hmm. if you
0: just, if you are just purposely going to make a film to piss me off as a Star Wars fan, why do I want to go see it? Mm-hmm. You know, I, I don't know. I, that's why I wanted to bring it up. Cause it makes me, angry <laughs> yeah and i i needed a, a, a therapy time for that so this is therapy time for me that's
1: totally okay that's totally okay so uh yeah i i i have no desire to see a Taiki Waititi, taika watiti taika watiti star wars film none whatsoever and if, even after that i really don't care
0: yeah or i really don't care if that's if that is truly his his feelings, then I don't have any interest now. Sorry. Mm-hmm. Sounds like that one's done for me. Oh uh-huh. We'll see. We'll see when the trailer comes out.
1: Well yeah. i, I was, I'm,
0: I'm still arguing whether there's even gonna be a movie. So I'm not, uh, I'm not, uh, <laughs> I'm not convinced it's gonna happen. But right, it's we'll probably see, we'll, not. We'll see. We'll see. Yeah. Yeah,
1: we'll see. I, yeah. I
0: I'm I'm of the belief that the only Star Wars film we're going to get out of these ones that they're claiming are going to happen will be the Dave Filoni one. And that'll be it. I, I don't believe any of them else else will even uh, happen. But yeah, we'll see. We'll it see. Could, you know, the games that
1: people play in Hollywood um it could totally be he's trying to work his way out of it because he doesn't want to do it um possibly
0: wow Um, here's an idea say i don't want to do the movie right right wow you know i I can save you time money therapy (laughs) yeah it could be that i i
1: uh I don't know what's going on. I, I'm just like a lot of other people with Star Wars and stuff like that. And I'm just, I don't want to say we're oversaturated or anything, but I just want good storytelling. I don't, I, I, want- I, I don't, I, the, the reason I really don't like, I really did not like Thor Love and Thunder was he reduced to, he reduced the character of Thor. Into a uh, a comedic uh, doofus kind well, of a thing. And
0: yeah, I, I but the, I the, argued he'd already been that he'd already that had already happened to the character, though. Honestly,
1: there was a difference between a literalist and a doofus. <laughs> the. The, the concept of literalist for me was, you know, okay, he took things a little literally, and that was the comedic element. But in Th- Love and Thunder, he made him a doofus, not a literalist. Okay. And, and that's what I didn't like about it. It's kind of like the extreme would be Drax. Drax was the extreme literalist that made him kind of funny, if that makes sense. Oh,
0: I love Drax. Drax is awesome.
1: Right, but that's what made him funny and stuff. Was he took things literally? You know, Thor was the same way. Um, Oh, wait a minute,
0: wait a minute. You're saying okay? I think I think I'm understanding what you're saying. So Drax, he's not he's not so much dumb. It's just he he doesn't understand things and he speaks his mind the way he sees them, and it kind of comes off like he's dumb, but he's not really dumb.
1: He's not really dumb.
0: Gotcha. Where Thor, right. on the other hand, and at least in you're, you're saying in Love and Thunder, Thor was just dumb.
1: Thor was just dumb in Love and Thunder. Yeah. yeah. The the uniqueness of the Thor series was just the whole aspect that here's someone who's, it was the out of place. It didn't understand and know. And that was the comedic element kind of. Well, thing. I think,
0: I think he went with the stereotypical, you know, uh, big, strong guy is the dumb guy, you know. Yeah. That's that's what he was. Yeah. The, the
1: reason I really love Ragnarok was because he was coming to terms with who he was and his role. I didn't like the fat Thor thing, but but the whole thing on the you know, the fight on the bridge is like my ultimate favorite of the movie fights of Marvel.
0: My favorite part of Ragnar- Ragnarok is when Hulk comes in and Thor's like Hey, I know this guy. I worked with this guy. Oh, right. <laughs> yeah, he's a yeah. friend from work. <laughs> right. That was great. I love that. It was
1: good. Yeah.
0: So, I don't know. See, I still enjoyed Love and Thunder though. <laughs> Loki is better than Thor. <laughs> uh, did you
1: did you finish the series?
0: Yes, yes. Okay. Um, I, right. we'll, we'll have to we'll have to do an episode on Loki. I don't we'll save it for the podcast. <laughs>
1: Gotcha, gotcha. Okay, I don't
0: don't want to give things away, especially in in a non Loki episode. But
1: okay, cool beans. I I would
0: like I would like to do an episode on so uh, probably sometime in December.
1: Sure. Um, Okay. Anyway, so anyway, Taika Waititi Star Wars. I don't really
0: give a rip. (laughs) I at the moment I don't, and I care even less after that statement. I have a suggestion. You have a suggestion of when you should do the Loki. Oh, oh, I forget. Megan's going to Canada in December, so that's that not, has nothing and, to do with and, my suggestion. Megan wants Megan's gonna want to be on the Loki episode. I I have a suggestion if you're wanting to do it in December, you should do it on the sixteenth, because it's a Saturday. Okay. And it's Loki's birthday. Well, and you we we do episodes on Saturdays. So. I know that's why I said it would work. <laughs> but it's so you say Loki's birthday is on the sixteenth yes loki okay. or tom hiddleston loki okay okay all right all right we'll do we'll plan loki for the 16th that's fine that's i don't fine. know if it's marvel's loki's or if it's good considered... you just you just helped us get part of december done so <laughs> <laughs> good all right let's move on to geek dark i'm good let's do it throw the radar sir what's wrong with it? i've lost the bleeps i've lost the sweeps and i've lost the creeps the what the what and the what you know the bleeps The sweeps. And the creeps. <laughs> That's not all he's lost. <laughs> all right. Um, I have one thing on my geekdar plate. Okay. Um, so the Doctor Who 60th anniversary is coming up this week. Uh, or well, technically next week. It'll be this coming Friday after Thanksgiving. It will be the first part of Four episodes, I believe, where David Tennant, the Tenth Doctor, is returning as the Fourteenth Doctor. <laughs> uh, uh, new boss, same as the old boss. But anyway, <laughs> quote, one of my favorite uh, 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 quote one of my favorite rock bands, which happens to be a a British band, which happens to be named. The who, anyway. <laughs> <If you're> being in <laughs> this got to connect, right? So, uh, yes, David Tennant is coming back, and David Tennant is amazing. He is a fantastic doctor, and I'm looking forward to him being back behind the council of the TARDIS. So, um, every year uh, over in Britain, they do a, a, a like a marathon or or do a, a like a charity thing, and it's called Children in Need. And Doctor Who tends to do episodes, special short episodes. are usually about 10 minutes long um, for children in need. And they they filmed a special one for uh, the upcoming series to kind of promote the upcoming series. And the funny thing is, the, the great thing is, the Doctor accidentally goes back in time to... You're probably not going to understand this because you're not a Doctor Who fan, but he goes goes back into the time to, quote unquote, the genesis of the Daleks, which happens to be a Tom Baker episode. One of the best Doctor Who episodes with the genuine article, Tom Baker. Would you like a jelly bean, baby, jelly bean, jelly baby? Um, Messed that up. Sorry. Anyway. We'll fix it
1: in post. (laughs) Um, We'll fix it in
0: post. Um, So anyway, he goes back in time and basically you meet Davros before Davros became the, the monster that we know him as in the, in the season. And um, basically kind of sort of names the Daleks, which is pretty funny. (laughs) I won't give away the whole episode. Go watch it on YouTube. It is really good. It's about, 10 minutes long, I think Um, really funny. And if you're a doctor who fan, definitely check it out. And if you're David Tennant fan, you can't miss it. You have to watch it. So, so that's my geek dar doctor who
1: right on, right on. My geek dar is Netflix had a new show come out called blue eye samurai. And uh, it's kind of an anime. Well, it is anime kind of a thing. The storytelling in it actually is really good. Now it is adult. There's no doubt about it. It is, it's got your blood, gore, nudity, sex. I mean,
0: it's just wow. Like, I was like, Whoa? well, it's true anime, then, right?
1: Right, right. Yet the storytelling is really good. It tells the story of this, this uh, woman who was rejected. She lived in Japan. She was considered a half breed because she was half Japanese, half white. And, and so she's kind of rejected and she's, there's a time period where, you know, no, no one who is white was allowed on the island, they kind of cut themselves off and, and it's that kind of time period in history, but it's how she becomes a swordsman, not only a swordsman, but. She becomes a sword maker or she understands she gets taken in by a blind swords maker and and then how she becomes a master swordsman. And she's on this journey to find these four white men and she's going to kill them so and one you think is her father or something like that and and, and that's okay but it's just kind of her journey and where she's coming from and how sometimes she's ruthless and is she really a samurai or not you know kind of a thing it's it was intriguing intriguing series uh to watch i i I enjoyed it by the time i got to the end of it i was steven skipping stuff i'm like yeah okay
0: (laughs) <laughs>
1: I didn't like the ending to the series. Oh, um okay. but I liked the journey to get to the ending and then the 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 last episode was a good episode. Um but just how they're doing it to continue the series kind of a thing. I was like, yeah, you know. So gotcha. it was kind of like whatever.
0: It what fizzled I, out. Then.
1: It fizzled right at the very end, the last
0: That's a bomber
1: fizzled. Yeah.
0: Bomber. okay so i guess we're not covering that on the show then
1: no no there's (laughs) no need okay all right it's not show worthy it's good storytelling no doubt about it is it worth watching if you like anime if you like swordsmen you know and that kind of stuff yeah it's it's pretty cool it's got some neat lore and how they her sword is actually metal from a meteorite kind of a thing and it's just it's just fascinating i mean it's it's pretty good and stuff so but anyway yeah
0: All right. Well, let's move on to the main event, shall we? Shall we? It's time for the main event. All right. Krampus,
1: Krampus, Krampus, Krampus. That's how you (laughs) say it. Krampus, 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 Krampus.
0: Um, Before we get into the main event, uh, I did want to mention that next week we will definitely be having a crossover with our friends from Three Geeky Dads. Um, Unfortunately, unfortunately, uh, I believe Derek is not going to be able to be with us. But uh, as far as (laughs) Derek, (laughs) Uh, Listen,
1: if I can't get all of them, I get none of them. No, I'm just kidding. I'm teasing. I'm teasing everybody.
0: No, no, I love Derek. Not, um, but uh, we actually, I enjoy all it. those guys. Actually, oh, I do too. They're 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 great. They're fantastic. But but they are coming on, and we are all going to review another Christmas horror movie, Werewolf Santa. And I dun, 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 wait, what? Um, and then I have one more announcement. I am going to have a meet-up with our friends Jeff and Zig from Nerdery and Murdery. Yay! Me and my wife, we have made a last-minute decision, and we are going to go to Dallas, Texas, to see my beloved Dallas Cowboys play the Detroit Lions on December 30th. And uh, That's not a
1: last-minute.
0: It's like well, six
1: weeks away
0: yeah, well it was it came up quick
1: <laughs> you recently made the decision and quickly made the decision yep. that you will go oh i got it i got it i got it i got it. i thought you were like going like at a like really quickly so
0: well no i mean we're going we're going at the end of december but i mean that's that's that's, that's you like, had
1: to get your tickets
0: well yeah exactly oh gosh those are expensive <laughs> but yeah
1: when's the last time you've been to a football game though
0: uh l- well well last time was last year. I went and seen uh St. Louis Battlehawks.
1: Nah, that doesn't count. NFL Yes, game. it
0: does count.
1: No, that's uh, XFL.
0: Last NFL game I went to would be the Dallas Cowboys against the St. Louis Rams. It was the last time Dallas played in St. Louis before the Rams went before the dreaded Rams went back to freaking LA. <laughs> I hate the Rams <laughs> and I hate Cronky even more. But anyway, that's a different story. But yes, uh, plans are in work. We are going to meet up with our friends, Zig and Jeff. Um, we are also going to meet up or, or we're hoping to meet up with listener uh, John Keller, who we've also had on the show. Yeah, so that'd I be great. Really super excited. I get to go see the Cowboys. I get to go meet some great friends face to face and it's going to be fabulous. I'm looking. It's going
1: to be good. Very cool. Very cool. All right. Krampus, 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 Krampus.
0: <laughs> All right. Let me let me uh let me give a little <laughs> background on the character Krampus. So oh, so so
1: which which movie are we doing? And then we can connect it with the stuff. Oh, Cause shoot. we gotta tell people what we're doing. Oh, Not wait. just Krampus in general, but we watched was it twenty fifteen Krampus.
0: Yeah, I didn't have the IMDb up. Sorry.
1: Oh, that's okay.
0: I had some big deal. I had something, well, that's yeah. right.
1: We just did the movie, but gonna we're gonna. It. I would. I would love to hear the background. I'm sorry. Hey, tell me the no, background I'm, of Krampus, I'm, and then we'll talk about if that's what we get okay. in the movie.
0: Okay. All right. So oh, Krampus ah. is a figure from the what? Nothing. Hey, what was your score?
1: <laughs> I'm just kidding. I'm messing it. I'm messing Mike up. Everybody. I'm having. I'm gonna
0: take a drink of my coffee. Sweet. Drink Did yet. you put
1: anything else in your coffee this morning?
0: No, but I think you've had something today. Just <laughs> <laughs> the speed. Anyway. <laughs> That's my rock star, baby. What are they selling there at that the gas station you're working at? Um, anyhow, Krampus is a figure from the Alpine folklore folklore folklore. I can't talk this morning. Alpine. To- Did you say Alpine? Yes. Alpine, Alpine. lore Interesting. Y- you can help me with the next word. Okay. Not, not the next word. Just, just let me finish. Particularly in particularly, maybe you could have helped me with that word. In, in Germanic, Germanic. I don't know how you say that. Ger- Germanic. Germanic.
1: What? Germanic. Uh, Germanic's fine. I've, I've, it just depends on, yeah. Okay. It's a, German oriented, German. Right. Right. German, right. German countries, Germanic.
0: Okay. Germanic and Austrian traditions. Mm-hmm. Originating from Germanic paganism, Krampus or Krampus or Krampus or however you say it, is often depicted as a horned anthrop- 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 uh.
1: anthropomorphic.
0: Yes, thank you. Maybe I should just let you read this. <laughs> <laughs> it's okay. Go ahead. Creature with, a, there's too many words I can't pronounce. Uh, creature with a demonic appearance. The name Krampus is believed to come from the German word Krampen, meaning claw. The claw. <laughs> <laughs> Traditionally, Krampus is associated with St. Nicholas, con- con- contrasting the benevolent figure of Santa Claus, while St. Nicholas rewards good children. Krampus is said to punish the naughty ones. This dark companion is often portrayed carrying chains, bells, and a bundle of birch branches to swat and whip misbehaving children. <laughs> In some regions, there are Kramp- Kramp- lof runs, Krampus runs. Events where people dress up as Krampus, participate in parades, and re- re- revel in the festivities. Yet eerie atmosphere. The character has gained popularity in modern culture, especially in our horror movies and themed events, making it a fascinating part of Christmas lore with a darker twist.
1: From from my understanding, those festivals happen around like December fifth.
0: Yes, um, I looked it up. Krampus Day is December. Third, if I remember right now, I should okay. I should have put that down. But yes, it's early December. Krampus Day is early December, and um, so like they said, it, it, Krampus punishes the naughty children. Right on, and and basically, more or less, canes them.
1: <laughs> December fifth.
0: December fifth. Okay, Stephen, you were right. I'm sorry. Ooh, record that. I'm just kidding. Well, we did. <laughs> We right. are. Oh, so hi, Angie. Oh, is Angie on? Hi, Angie. Hi, speaking Angie. Of, speaking of Germany, Angie's in Germany right now.
1: Oh, she can tell if, if they got Krampus Day going on this yeah. year. Yeah.
0: Yeah, I don't know if she'll be there. Angie, if you're there for Krampus Day, you'll have to send us some pictures. Cool. Cool. Yeah, she said, yep. If there's a if there's a, uh, a parade or something near you, that, that would be really cool. Send us a video or something. Post it on two geeks. That'd be really neat. So yes, uh, so we watched the 2015 film Krampus and um it stars Adam Scott, uh Tony Collette, David Koshner, Koshner. I've seen him him and other stuff too, and I can't place what it was. Allison Tolman M.J. Anthony, Stephanie Levy Owen, Krista Stadler, and oh gosh, I can't pronounce her name either. Kanacha Farrell, who she played the uh, the maid on Two and a Half Men, which she was good in this movie.
1: <laughs> gotcha.
0: She was kind. She was kind of witchy, but um, but I really I did enjoy her character. She was really good. Um, I like that actress. She's she's she does some good stuff. OK, uh, so what do we pick for? Oh, I know what we pick. I know what we use for scale. We use Krampus Bells.
1: I love it. Yes. Perfect.
0: Perfect. Um, so uh, going into this, I really didn't know what to expect. I've never watched the film before. I knew it was kind of a horror Christmas theme thing um was always kind of unsure about it because i really didn't know a lot about the lore of krampus and stuff like that um uh, a lot of uh interesting kills in us kills sorta sorta we'll say (laughs) i won't give that away but um yeah, uh the character is, is, is <laughs> Brenda. Weird. I tapped out. So, so <laughs> yeah, but she was also cheering for murder ten minutes into the movie. So um anyway, <laughs> we'll, we'll, we'll get we'll get to that. Um so yeah, not really knowing what to expect going into this. I would say I give this actually a solid eight out of ten Krampus. Monsters. Ooh, okay. And I wasn't sure whether I was going to like this movie going into it or not. Yeah, wow. I came out i I actually liked it. I I was interested more in the the lore afterwards, and mm-hmm. I that's a good sign for a movie. If you are you're, if you're willing to Google stuff on it afterwards, then it's a good sign. That it's a decent right movie. So. Okay, I like so, that. I think it's interesting. Okay. I don't, I don't think this would go on my yearly Christmas watching list. I, I, I don't like it enough for that per se, but mm-hmm. it's not to say I wouldn't watch it again. I, I would mm-hmm. definitely watch this again. I just, it just wouldn't be a yearly event for me.
1: Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Not like Violent Night. Violent no, Night, no, no. Is, Violent is Night the yearly.
0: I, I plan on re- watching that again this year.
1: Yeah, I'm pretty excited about watching it again soon. Yes, yeah. That all begins after Thanksgiving, so yes, right. Yeah, well, yes.
0: it all has to start. Christmas Vacation is the first Christmas movie of the year, every year, no matter what.
1: That's funny. Okay.
0: And it's always right. uh, the night of Thanksgiving or the day after Thanksgiving. Right on. I have to watch Christmas Vacation. It is gotcha. the best Christmas movie ever.
1: <laughs> right on. I like it. Um, I would... Uh, or, or anything else on the overview? I'm sorry. Go ahead. Any Anything else?
0: No, I... Uh, well, and I... I I really enjoyed his uh uh minions, I should say, I guess. Okay, Maybe. I'll mm-hmm. call them minions. I really enjoyed the minions. They were uh unique. Uh some of them were really unique.
1: Some okay. were very unique, yes. <laughs> yes.
0: <laughs> and very fun, actually.
1: <laughs> gotcha, yes.
0: Yeah. I got my my
1: ass kicked by a bunch of cookies. <laughs>
0: <laughs> That's exactly the part. That was probably the funniest
1: line in the whole movie, too. It was the funniest line in the whole movie. Yes, very much so. Uh, um, I give it, uh, I'll be open with you, I actually enjoyed it more than I thought I would.
0: Ah, I see, um, both in the same camp.
1: Yeah, so I, I give it a good 7 out of 10. Uh, a good 7 out of 10, only because there's certain things about some movies that I don't like, and that took it down a notch for me. Uh, oh, I'll, get, I- I'll get into that you know here in a minute oh yeah
0: we definitely got to talk about that because there's a twist at the end
1: it was it was it was a surprising twist i will say that uh and i i it was clever i will give them props for the way they did the twist that was it was very interesting yeah and yeah. And I was like, oh, oh, oh. Um, I got some stuff to add on that. Cause guess who else also Googled or watched a YouTube thing on the ending explained? Because I was, you're right. If, if you watch a movie and it makes you want to Google it a little bit more or figure something out at the end of it, that was, that was, I like how you said that. And I did do that once. I only got a chance to watch one thing. And uh, I, I just, I found it interesting i didn't parts of me liked it and parts of me didn't like it but we'll get into that
0: sure sure i understand
1: seven out of ten solid um i wouldn't go less than seven um i it fit right in with our comedy horror genre
0: i think this was a little more on the horror side than it was the comedy side there was see to me there was just a nice solid little Bit of comedy, not to make it campy, but to make it enjoyable. Does that make sense?
1: Yes. Yeah. Yeah. I like that. Yeah. It, the, the, what was interesting about um, Angie goes any any Steven skips. Um,
0: uh, he hasn't mentioned that yet. So
1: yes, <laughs> um, it. I timed it. It really took a good what 45 minutes to an hour to really get things like the, you know, the stuff that you watch for a horror movie, you know, all right, I don't want to see some kills. I want to see some cleverness, you know, kind of a thing. And we didn't see Krampus for an hour into the movie. Really?
0: Right. I yeah. had to
1: get a glimpse of them in the, in the near the beginning or not near the beginning, but when the blizzard first hits, um,
0: and uh yeah that was one heck of a blizzard by the way right but it was all Wait, part did of you see the, the, the ice magic on the one house it was like oh my gosh where are they in the Ant- antarctic
1: <laughs> right i think that's part of the supernatural aspect yeah. of here comes krampus here comes krampus here comes krampus right down krampus lane he'll kill you maul you eat you sorry i'm just kidding <laughs> Um, so I, uh, anyway, so yeah, so, so seven out of 10 solid, uh, but it, I did Steven skip cause I was like, okay, come on, let's get going. Let's get going.
0: Let's would get you going. watch it again though?
1: Hmm. Nope. 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 Okay. Uh, yeah,
0: but you'd watch Jack Frost again. Mm,
1: did I say I'd watch Jack Frost? You again? said
0: you would if you had friends who'd never seen it.
1: Oh okay, yeah, 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 yeah.
0: Which I was the same way. If I had friends who'd never seen it, I'd, I'd watch it with them.
1: Yeah, and um, I'd make sure I was drinking too.
0: <laughs> I yeah, I highly recommend tequila for that one. Tequila and beer, um, make some tacos. Man, I'm starting to make myself hungry.
1: Eh, right, right. So, um. I will say, uh, are we going into the. So we finished our. So we're finishing our overviews, right? Okay, okay. okay.
0: So we can head into spoilerific territory.
1: Spoilerific territory, everybody. I thought the opening was the best opening. For a movie of this type, it actually, the opening hooked me where they're doing the credits and it's all the stuff about Christmas and people fighting over presents and the holiday deals. And I thought it it set up up. a really good viewpoint.
0: It really, Yeah, yeah,
1: right. Just like Black Friday, I thought it did a really nice setup on the concept of what has Christmas become.
0: Oh, very good point.
1: And yeah. I, I there there is a deeper level to this movie. There really is. Um I the, the more of a supernatural viewpoint on Christmas in the you know from
0: Oh, dang, Stephen's about to preach to us.
1: If you lose the, no, 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 But if you lose the Christmas spirit kind of a thing, if you really lost what Christmas is all about, because it was very much that it was setting up. I want, I want, I want people fighting over stuff. And, and, uh, it did bye bring Angie. back some,
0: sorry. P- sorry. So what'd Angie. you say? I said, bye, Angie. Thanks for joining.
1: Oh, us." Oh, bye, Angie. <laughs> um,
0: I wanted to say bye for tour.
1: Yeah. Oh, huh.
0: and don't get beaten by Krampus.
1: Dun dun dun! Right.
0: Anyway, go ahead. Sorry.
1: No, I was just saying in the beginning the the this concept of what has Christmas truly become and losing the Christmas spirit was a good theme because we got that not only there at the beginning, but we saw the boy in his struggle with believing in Santa. And then we went back to uh then we went back to the whole thing on the, the grandmother story. And and we're introduced Christmas, which was, I liked
0: her character a lot too.
1: I did too. I did too. And the whole claymation thing of her background was a nice touch. Something a little different. Wasn't too hokey, but yet was telling retelling the story of her interaction with Krampus and having a Krampus bell.
0: And at the same time, giving us kind of the, you know, especially for us, Gen Xers, it gives us that feel of the old style, Like Santa Claus and, you know, the Rudolph movie.
1: Rudolph, yeah. Frosty the Snowman. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, Yeah, well done. Good connect. That's probably why I liked it. Yeah.
0: That's because we're Gen Xers, man.
1: (laughs) Something like that. (laughs) The best
0: generation. (laughs) Anyway.
1: (laughs) So anyway, so I thought the opening was good to set up this interesting theme on on what happens when you lose the Christmas spirit. And that was kind of the theme within it. It wasn't just, hey, let's let's give you a horror character at Christmas and do something with it. Right. There was really some interesting thought and themes put into place. And the twist at the end, which we'll get to uh, at the end, but the, the twist was even a well-thought-out, interesting twist. It made you think. It really did. It made me think
0: i no, i totally agree i i i like the twist i thought it was a great way to end the film um and it was sort of a happy ending <laughs> yeah it was it was a happy ending with a warning let's put it that way the mm-hmm. ending with a warning you know um and i like that i thought it was really good um overall i i think this is a real this is actually a really good movie and and um you know it's it's a weird combination horror and christmas you know that no matter what that's a strange combination because i in the past i was not open to this kind of thing you know i like horror films i'm huge fan of the halloween franchise i'm a big fan of nightmare on elm street franchise um you know so i'm not you know I'm not adverse to to uh, horror films, but there was always something in me that's like eh, horror and Christmas is just not right, uh, you know. Um, and I don't know. I guess I've gotten more twisted as I got, get older, <laughs> and I've become a little more open to this weird subgenre. And so far, I'm liking what I see.
1: <laughs> right on! I like that. I like that.
0: Yeah. And I, I think this fits well with the Santa Claus St. Nicholas lore that that was another thing I, I liked, you know, because it plays off of Santa Claus. It's basically saying that Krumpus is Santa's shadow, more or less his mm-hmm. you know, kind of darker side, Um, which I find interesting and intriguing.
1: Mm hmm. There's some interesting lore in there. Absolutely. Okay. It was it, one of the things, I, I guess when you described it earlier, it Krampus is really kind of a, how do they do it? Like a goat figure, but that goat figure was wearing a human face.
0: Right. Right.
1: And it was like, kind of a thing.
0: <laughs> and he's got a big long tongue, kind of like Gene Simmons.
1: <laughs> <laughs> they got Gene Simmons to play the part. Awesome
0: oh that would have been awesome uh i i I would have probably given it a 10 if gene would have played krampus but (laughs) that's funny um yeah
1: so what other favorite parts did you have within the within the movie
0: um uh, the gingerbread man i i just love the gingerbread man that was so funny so we get the, we get that first scene when they go, when the dad and the uncle go to the boyfriend's house. Cause they're, they're looking, the, the older daughter, um, she's, she's wanting to go to her boyfriend's house who lives like two blocks away or something like that. And, and the dad's like, Oh, go ahead. You know? And the mom's like, I don't know, this weather's and the weather was crazy. Insane. And that's like you said, Stephen, that's because Krampus was coming and it was all part of the magic and, you know, is that magic or black magic? I, I don't know. Anyway. Right. Uh, but anyhow, um, so she leaves and unfortunately she gets killed on her way. Um, Spoiler. <laughs> now, I was kind of like, wait a minute. Why are they killing her? She's not really a bad kid per se, you know?
1: Mm-hmm. You know, I, I thought I'm the like, same thing.
0: I'm like, this is kind of weird. I don't, I don't know if I like this part of it. You know, I
1: like to see the bad people get the comeuppance.
0: Exactly. So, so yeah, like the cousins and the cousins, when they're being jerks and they start picking on max, the the yeah. son, who's pretty much the star of the, the movie. I was
1: like, I was like, when they were picking on him at the table, I was like, you're
0: dead. <laughs> oh, that's when Brenda starts cheering for murder. <laughs> Oh, I can't wait till Krampus comes and kills you. That's, that's what she said. Murder, murder, murder. I yeah, looked at I go, wait a minute, wait a minute, wait a minute. You didn't want to watch this. Now you're cheering for murder. <laughs> okay. <laughs> so, anyway. So, apparently my wife has a darker side, too. But then, when the murder starts happening, she goes, I'm out. She quit. She stopped. She went out of the room. She wouldn't watch no more. <laughs> <laughs> so, yeah. so yeah So she wasn't all up on the murder i guess after all but oh um, so yeah when they go over to the uh the boyfriend's house looking for for the daughter i think her name was beth um and and then the house is like completely frozen over i mean the inside's all frozen it's just crazy and there is a gingerbread man eddie's he's got a knife through him stabbed to the, the refrigerator and I, there was a note attached to it. I don't remember what it said, but, and the uncle's like, this is one sadistic bastard. <laughs> <laughs> he killed the gingerbread man, <laughs> <laughs> which, which is great, you know? And then later we find out that the gingerbread men come to life and they start attacking and Yeah. And like they're attacking the uncle, and uh, and uh, one of them takes a bite out of the head of the, one of the gingerbread men, so he's running around with a bite out of his head. Yeah, it's so funny. I love I loved
1: how you shoot, they were then when they exploded and they're on fire. Yeah. He, they're, he's
0: got the shotgun, it he's <laughs> it blows it up, yeah. and then that one comes jumping at him, and he's just like, and he's out of <laughs> shotgun, chest. he's out of yeah. ammo. And then all of a sudden the dog out of nowhere jumps, sleeps, and yep. That was so freaking funny. I loved it. That was a great (laughs)
1: scene. That was just it was just fun, you know, kind of like ah, you know. The most horrific scene though was the whole weird jack-in-the-box big oh. face and then when you see it pop up and you see these feet going inside of
0: it you're like oh, and then, it like the, the jaws open up and everything mm. kind of like predator or something you know
1: oh uh, yeah it was very predator like yeah
0: yeah i that thing was pretty freaking terrifying actually
1: <laughs> it was very terrifying
0: I, I i think that thing was probably scarier looking than krumpus itself
1: agreed i thought that was a, i mean that was the most horror item in there that was like urgh, <laughs> I,
0: I think i could deal with krumpus a lot more than i can deal with that big giant jack-in-the-box demon thing whatever the heck that is. right right oh goodness But yeah, that was, that was a pretty intense part of the film. And then like when the kid gets pulled up the chimney, that was, that was highly
1: intense too.
0: Yeah. And that was great because uh, the grandmother had said, you make sure and keep the fire hot (laughs) and Uh the fire went out. And yeah, that's how Krumpus was getting in. He was getting in by the chimney. (laughs)
1: That's crazy.
0: Makes sense. Yeah. Oh, oh, nice. Three geeky dads watched Werewolf Santa. All right.
1: We need I'm, to talk next I'm
0: week. Ready. I'm ready. Yep. I, I, I'm looking forward to that one.
1: So it, there was great. It, it was. It was an interesting lore, and then all of a sudden, one of the things, another theme that was in the film, because I really noticed certain themes, was, you know, Santa gives presents, right? In Krampus Whiptia. <laughs> you know, kind of a thing. So, but w- one of the things they said in there in the film, I think was Santa, uh, Krampus takes. So, which I always thought was really interesting because the, mm. I don't think the Krampus bell was ever a gift. It is an aspect of an exchange of a token of saying, here's your wish, you know, cause he drops the bell and wrapped around it was his ripped up dear Santa letter.
0: Yeah. Yeah.
1: And I thought, OK, so, you know, so then we get this whole scene near the end of where pretty much everybody's dead, <laughs> you know, except for uh, the kid.
0: Except for the main kid, Max, the one who ripped up the mm-hmm. letter. He's, and, I, you know, I think there's a reason for that, because I think really Max probably had the the most Christmas spirit out of them all. And, mm-hmm. and unfortunately, Max was starting to lose that Christmas spirit. Mm-hmm. So cuz I mean he goes into the film, you know, he's he's ready for Christmas, he's hopeful, you know, you know, he's he's asking Santa for not just gifts, but you know, he wants he wants his parents to be more loving to each other, you know, mm-hmm. cuz he feels that his parents are, you know, not doing well relationship-wise that dad's working too much, so on and so forth and I I think it's a a worthy thing to to ask for for christmas i think that was great um but you know it's showing that he still kind of has the the christmas spirit he's he's looking forward to christmas he's looking forward to time with his mom and dad so on and so forth and then the in-laws show up <laughs> and ruin everything <laughs> yeah yeah
1: and What's interesting is I'm going to juxtapose the beginning and the end, and I want to talk about the middle, and then I want to talk about the end. So with with the family and stuff, this is everyone. So when the relatives come in at the beginning, they just kind of kill the Christmas spirit.
0: Brendan had a really good point there. Doesn't Krampus leave the Wisher alive to carry on the tradition to remember? Um, That's actually really good because he left. we find out he left the grandmother alive. She was the only one that survived in her ordeal, so I don't know. That's a good point. Anyway, sorry I didn't mean to interrupt you, Steve. I just wanted to bring that up.
1: Yeah, uh, the the thought process was just at the beginning where you were saying the you know with the family and how they come and ruin everything. It's interesting that by the end, if you notice that the families were trying to, by the time we got to the end and everyone was dropping one by one, when everybody was dropping one by one other than the kids, but the parents were all sacrificing themselves for each other. There was a, there's a, there's kind of this theme of, of sacrifice of where even the, at the very, very end when the boy was like, leave them all alone, but take me. And it was the ultimate sacrifice, kind of saying, I, you know, it was the choice that I give up, where the other ones were like trying to save each other as families and their different family parts. And they got, you know, they all got killed in some, right. you know, interesting way. But at the end, so there's this almost a sacrificial theme where love and sacrifice bringing back that Christmas spirit to each and every one of them, but through a murderous rampage kind of a thing. And I thought that was interesting in the storytelling was by the time we get to the end and then the boy was like, no, take me. But every single parent were trying to care for their families. They were trying to care for the other families their, you know, the the relatives and things like that. And it started off with the the, the character from, that you said that was from uh, the. Uh, oh, the one show, Two and a Half Men.
0: Two and a Half Men. Yeah. The, the aunt.
1: The aunt gave her life. She was the beginning. If you notice, she was the beginning of adults that was sacrificing themselves for their family.
0: Oh, that's a good point. Yeah. Yeah, you're right. you begin
1: to see that. And then you see the ultimate sacrifice of Mm -hmm. the boy. And what was his whole wish? He was like, I just wanted, all I wanted was Christmas to be like it used to
0: be. Oh, and the grandmother locks herself in the house too.
1: The grandmother locks herself in the house. And and that was part of the other sacrifice. Yeah.
0: Yep. So she, she sacrifices herself and like I said, she had, she had told in her story how everyone was murdered except for her. She was the only one left out of her story, which mm-hmm. is why she doesn't like to talk about what happened. You know, because mm-hmm. they they mentioned that something happened at Christmas during her childhood, but she doesn't like to talk about it. And they mm-hmm. didn't know what it was. And this is what it actually was. So when everything started happening, she recognized it and knew what, what was going on. You know, so mm-hmm. yeah, you're right. It, it's actually a pretty mm-hmm. deep movie. It's, it's,
1: so would you think of the very, very ending, the twist at the end?
0: Okay. So uh, we we get to the point where it's Christmas morning. He wakes up. And yeah,
1: he, fa- he sacrifices himself or, or he thinks everything's okay. And they drop the Krampus drops him into the fiery lava pit kind of a thing and then it whites out, and then he wakes up. Yes.
0: Wakes up, he's in his room. Everything looks normal. He comes out of his room. His sister's like, it's about time. Sleeping in. The whole family's been waiting for you, blah, blah, blah. You know, and it's, you're almost like, oh, wow, we're right back at the beginning. You know, everybody is back to normal.
1: Yeah, it's like Groundhog Day or something.
0: I love Groundhog Day, by the way. I know you do. <laughs> Did you see the meme I put up? Uh, they should re-release Groundhog's Day as a new movie, but not tell anyone and just just re-release the the original <laughs> film. <laughs> I wouldn't even be mad. <laughs> That's I funny, be mad. I missed that one. That's funny. <laughs> it's a good one. It's a good one. Um, anyway, uh, so yeah, he comes in, and I mean, at first the family's all kind of acting the same as they were, but you start to see slight differences. They're not quite as uh, mean as they were in the beginning, you know, mm-hmm. um, like like his his cousins, they're they're still annoying, but they're not annoying to where they're the point of being bullies. You know, what I mean, we're in the beginning. They were nothing but bullies, you know, in um, the and at this point, they're just like, yeah, you're you're my annoying cousins. OK, all right. You know, that kind of thing. So. Mm-hmm. You can tell there's a slight difference in the family, but it's not enough to make you feel like it's out of place. And so then they start giving gifts and stuff. And then he opens up a gift and the gift is the Krampus Bell. And he looks at it. And as soon as he looks at it, he starts to remember everything that happened. And he's just like, oh but the real twist cuz you think at first you think oh okay so he's going to remember it but nobody else is but each one of them that looked at the bell instantly started to remember also they all started to remember what had happened and that's why i say it's it's a happy ending with a warning saying look you don't keep up the christmas spirit i'm coming back after you and this time mm-hmm. You ain't coming back. <laughs> i At least it, That's what I took from it.
1: Well, I thought they were already captured. In other words, it was going to be... Uh, because it, when it pans out, it pans out them being inside a snow globe. Like they're all still uh, within the house. Oh, and, see,
0: I took that differently, but oh, go ahead, finish.
1: Well, I, I just mean from the point of view of the they're all captured destined to be there until they get the christmas spirit and i always say that because there was a comic book that went with the movie that was a movie oh, adaptation and um and they kind of lean into they would be trapped there in a groundhog day kind of situation until they regain the christmas spirit and we be let free and I thought, okay, that kind of explains because I was like, I can't handle them being captured in snow glow for all eternity. And then when it pans oh, anyway. out of Krampus's place.
0: I need was, one thing here, though. do, 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 do.
1: Right. That was that very
0: Twilight Zone there. It, that, it, it was very,
1: very Twilight Zone because it was not really a happy ending. It was because I thought they're trapped.
0: Uh, see, to, I didn't. That's interesting. Okay.
1: Because th- then, then you see all the other people who were trapped. All these other snow globes that are all in Krampus's place, where wow. all these—I
0: took that totally different. <laughs> so the way I took that is not that everyone was trapped. I looked at that as Santa Claus's snow globes, because if you watch, like the Santa Claus, he has all these snow globes, and that's one of the the devices he uses. You know, Santa Claus sees you when you're sleeping. He knows when you're awake. He knows if you've been good, bad or good. So you better be good for goodness sake. You know, the whole the whole thing, right? And he uses the snow globes to see what's going on. And that's what I took it as. Krampus has his own snow globes and he's watching everyone. He sees you when you're sleeping. He knows when you're oh. awake. He knows if you've been bad and I'm going to whip your butt for goodness sake. Right? <laughs> <laughs> yeah That's i saw the it way i took it i kept
1: it still as a theme because krampus is not saint nick well would she would the grandmother say she said saint nick is what you make of them i guess there oh was wow that so
0: we, oh wow so we took yeah we wow
1: i took it as a horror ending i did that they were trapped until they learn the Christmas spirit, and then maybe they would have had the opportunity to get out. because that's why I had to I had to go to some Ending explains videos to go. Okay, what
0: did you guys? See, I just walked the away table? from it, going, "Yeah, those are the the uh, uh, snow globes that Santa Claus uses." Which, which again, he's like the he's almost like the evil reflection of Santa Claus, you know, um, in my the
1: shadow. The, he is the shadow of Saint Nick. You're right. Kind of a thing, so
0: hey, oh, Mark's in the yeah. chat. Hey, Mark. Yeah. So, Mark had had some to say. He's let's see, like Stephen, I thought they were trapped, but that's an interesting idea, Mike. It makes sense. Maybe it's left to, to us to decide. I think you're right. Uh, that's I a nice way
1: of saying that Mike looks at the positive and Stephen looks at the negative. <laughs>
0: funny because we're not normally like that. We, uh, I tend to look more towards the negative and you tend to look more to the positive. So that is really weird that we came out on the opposite ends. On we this.
1: sure did. That's it was, interesting. It
0: was fun not talking about it before, <laughs> before the podcast.
1: Yeah. Oh, well, Brenda said, I thought Steven's way. I looked it up and that's what they said.
0: Uh, uh, well, I, I, i'm not saying anything anyone's wrong but that's just the way i took it at the end of the film and then i went straight to bed so. <laughs> so i didn't have time to google it last night and look look for the ending and i like mark's mark's comment oh oops there we go oh no that, that's see well. the glass
1: of eggnog half full of <laughs> actually that wasn't the
0: comment i meant to click on but uh, uh, Santa,
1: <laughs> bizarre not that's awesome. Uh,
0: I like the idea of Bizarro Santa. I kind of want that. Eggnog half <laughs> full. Work I love on it. That. Bizarro Santa. <laughs> right on. I don't know if we can get away with it because Bizarro is a DC property, but I think we, I, I think we can use the Santa Claus part of it. The so.
1: shadow of St. Nick though is still like that. I still like how they did that Krampus, the shadow of St. Nicholas.
0: I, so. I think it's, it, it's an intriguing idea. Um, and I, I, i like your your ending i i think that's intriguing it's interesting um oh, I, like I didn't
1: my, I, like I didn't like
0: love. the ending but yeah well see i like that in a horror aspect in a in a twilight zone you know aspect. yes I'm huge, yes i'm a huge fan of the twilight zone i love the twilight zone especially mm-hmm. the original the real twilight zone yeah starting me on S- that new crap that ain't that's not twilight zone they don't even know how to write twilight Zone episodes right <laughs> sorry <laughs> uh, twilight zone disappeared when when rod serling died sorry <laughs> there is no twilight zone after that well the movie's okay the movie's good because that mimicked the original series but yeah anyway um so yeah i like it in that as- I like your idea in that aspect but i also like my idea that you know it's just krampus Watching over people. And
1: uh, yeah. Yeah. So, I, I liked, I I like that much more better.
0: Much more better.
1: Right yeah. on. Cheers.
0: Of course, when you really think about it, that's not exactly a happy ending either, because you still have a creepy demonic figure watching over you. hmm. Mm-hmm. You know, and he knows when you're awake, and he knows when you sleep. <laughs> mm-hmm. So, yeah. So it may not be as uh, happy ending <laughs> as, right. as, as as I may have portrayed it to be, but in the end, I, I I I like to think of this as the family was given a second chance and a warning. Uh, you do it again, I'm coming after you, but this time. <laughs> it sticks yeah so anyway
1: <laughs> mark this last statement mark you do not know how apropos that statement is because we started the show laughing about alexa listening that Good. is so funny
0: oh okay 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 yeah yeah now it's alexa okay i didn't she, get that at first she like, hears
1: like, you when you're sleeping she hears you when you snore she hears you when you're up and out then out the door oh alexa is coming
0: listening to you she oh she puts commercials on your facebook page
1: (laughs) right oh my goodness that is so true (laughs) i'm surprised alexa didn't come on Uh, alexa can you hear me i'm here I listen once I hear the wake word.
0: <laughs> Ask her how to say Krampus. Alexa, how do you say
1: Krampus? Krampus is spelled K-R-A-M-P-U-S. By the way, do you want to hear it?
0: No. Ask <laughs> her to pronounce Krampus.
1: Oh. Alexa. Can you please pronounce Krampus? The word Krampus is pronounced Krampus. It is (laughs) important to note that pronunciation can vary, and I may not have it right.
0: (laughs) I love it. The word Krampus is pronounced Krampus. (laughs) Right. I love it. I love it. Okay. Well, I think that's all we got to say on Krampus. So, um, I would recommend if you've never watched it, you're in this kind of thing. Um, definitely give it a watch. It's um, it's, it's a decent horror film um, with, I think a overall decent message.
1: Mm-hmm. It's there's more to it than just, just Christmas horror with some comedy in it. There, there's some good themes in it too as well. Yes.
0: Agreed. Agreed.
1: Yeah. Yep. All right, well, cool beans, everybody. See, everybody needs to listen to Mark. Mark says, great movie. I'll go back and listen to the whole episode. <laughs>
0: <laughs> he said he was he was kidnapped by space ninjas. That's right.
1: No. <laughs> <laughs> At least they weren't gingerbread ninjas. <laughs>
0: That's true. That's true. Hopefully <laughs> they don't probe you, Mark. <laughs> I'm sure I'm sure we'll hear about that on their show.
1: <laughs> Pro bite gingerbread stick. No thank you.
0: <laughs> sounds like it might burn. <laughs> That's too rough.
1: That's too rough. Safe word. Safe word. <laughs> 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 well with that everybody thank you for joining us here today on two geeks and a microphone we're so glad that you joined us hey by the way if you would please please check out our website at twogeeksmike.com. that's the number twogeeksmike.com. Um there you will find all things to geekdom and uh, I'm pretty excited there's a link to our merch page which this is the long version but you don't need that anymore because Mike did a really cool job and put in this version I, forget that. You still put the... I know it's still fun to say two geeks mike merch.com and uh, you will find all kind of fun two geeks merchandise um uh, there you as
0: playing well. for months
1: <laughs> sorry I, I did i did i did guilty <laughs> Guilty as charged. But, hey, if you would love to help support us here on the show, we have a dollar till, $2 till, a $3 uh, tier uh, to Kofi.com. Kofi, buy us a Kofi. (laughs) <laughs> I don't know what I have in the rock star. I'm probably just super tired. So ko-fi.com slash two geeks. Um, you can help support us there. If you want to reach out to the show, Hey, if you have a movie Christmas horror movie that you'd like us to talk about or any other topic that it, we love hearing from everybody, you can shoot us an email at show at two geeks, And, uh, which is pretty cool. So
0: Mike, anything else you have to add? um, just like just if you've uh, went this far <laughs> please go and like and subscribe to us on both Facebook and YouTube um, I'm very active on Facebook you will find me there quite often um, I'm always trying to put post some funny memes uh, anything I find that I think will be appropriate for the Facebook page I put up there um, you also get announcements of any kind of upcoming stuff for Two Geeks in a Microphone over there on the Facebook page. And as far as YouTube goes, please like and subscribe over there. Make sure you give the bell a tickle. Um, every time you do that, it will give you notifications of when we go live. That which- is not
1: a gingerbread tickle, everybody. Just saying.
0: <laughs> no, no gingerbread. We're on Two Geeks in a Microphone, especially evil ones that try to kill you. Um, anyway. We are live every Saturday morning at 9 a.m. Central Standard Time. You do the math because I don't like math. Um, (laughs) And I think that's all I got. Uh, uh, Oh, thank you, Mark. Mark says support my friends here or I'll come to put put you in my snow globe. Oh, oh no! Mark is Krampus <laughs> Now I'm scared.
1: Don't let his kids know
0: <laughs> Oh, <his> <laughs> okay. we love you, Mark. Yeah, love you, Mark. and we will see you next week for werewolf Santa, which uh Brian commented, We gotta talk. <laughs> <laughs> well, but i can't wait to watch this movie <laughs> i got a feeling it's gonna be so bad it's gonna be glorious <laughs> Anyway, oh, yes. <laughs> and i bought this one by the way <laughs> right anyway, on nonetheless uh next week will be uh, uh uh werewolf santa by the way it is our 199th episode next saturday so yeah yeah wow wow wait, wait a minute wait a minute where is it where is it where is it yay I thought we had but I thought we had the oh here we go wow <laughs> <laughs> so uh yeah our 200th is coming up i i don't know exactly what we're gonna do for the 200th uh um I mean it' it will still be in our Christmas horror thing theme I believe but um we might try and do some little surprises here or there. We'll see what we can, we can do. Anyway. Um, I don't have a outro saying for this other than, uh, I don't know. Watch out for, uh, evil gingerbread men. (laughs) And happy Thanksgiving. (laughs) Thank you for joining us today on the two geeks and a microphone podcast. Tune in next week when we will have more news and reviews. Until then...